When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you really a big name bitch? Because if you are, you're going to want to go ahead and hit that follow button on Spotify or Apple or wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts. Go ahead. We'll wait. Come on. You got this. Good job. <laughs> we love you. Big name bitches. We are here. We're, We're doing this thing. I mean, we are doing an audio only exclusive episode. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Happy birthday, Stevie Wonder. Mile, you know what? I like this. I know we did like an entire episode coming up mm-hmm. for this birthday. Um, and that was kind of selfish of me to do one of for me and not for your birthday. What? Wait, wait. First of all, I don't even, I, I'm apparently not selfish enough because I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't remember celebrating you, but at all. What, on an episode? We did a, we did a solo episode when we were last in studio. Okay. And we did one that surrounds my birthday. And oh, I think we talked about like, oh, I'm not, I think I, we talked about milestones and. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure I, I inserted myself somewhere in there. But yeah, 40, it's going to be great. I'm, listen, I want to live vicariously through your party because I'm not going to do anything. And I just love how fabulous it's going to be and that you're going to be out here and yeah I just I want to celebrate Did you, you you are so sweet you're always so great with commenting on all my posts and I love that for us because I do it to you and then I'm like oh maybe I should just am I too am I too like you know in your comments all the time but then I realize what? that we're friends and I oh, wake yeah. up from a dream but <clears throat> so basically I um, am throwing I threw a party I am a big chronic party your party pant chronic Big time. You're a chronic, chronic. <laughs> it makes me laugh so much. Like it's just an addiction. It's just a problem. She just cannot it's, stop blowing a balloon. She's addicted. <laughs> She's addicted <laughs> to confetti and cupcakes. <laughs> well, cupcakes make sense. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> so the recent party that I threw, I actually threw two in February. Shit. I threw, <clears throat> I threw the Super Bowl party at my house, which was mm. kind of the first housewarming that I had after the holidays that we moved into this house and it's a really great entertaining house. I can't wait for you to, to stop by mm-hmm. when you're here. Oh, Why here are you going to be here? I'm going to be here because we're doing, because we're doing Barstool Sports. We're doing Chicks in the Office. <laughs> Chicks in the Office is doing a tour. They're doing a tour called, wait, I have it here. Remember when? No, no, excuse me. What's my age again? What's, Tell me what's my age mm-hmm. again? What's my age again? What's my age again? Video can't. Okay, you get it. it or I you do. don't because you're Gen X. Um, anyway, yeah, we're doing Chicks in the Office. They're going to bring us on stage. I, it's going to be so much fun. I kind of wish we were there or I was there a little earlier to see um, Craig and Austin from Southern Charm. They're going to be on the show. On Chicks Are in the they office in Austin? That. In Austin the day before they're going to be on the what? show. I didn't realize they were doing two uh, episodes. That's great. I think the whole week they're having guests. They're doing like... Uh, oh my gosh. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a whole... But we're but babe, we're on stage though. We're on stage, babe. babe. Do you think they're going to be Wait, okay, are they babe? in... <laughs> the are they not on stage? Or they are They're on stage. stage. And if they don't think I'm going to sing mm. several musical numbers while I'm up there for absolutely no reason or relevance to their show, they've got something. 
<laughs> what are you going to sing? Into the woods and down the dell, the path is straight. <laughs> no, that's the first thing I've never think. seen Into the Woods. What? Oh, Christy, that's my favorite. I know. That's my top. That's my top. That's my top really? show. Really? It's, yes, it's your rent. It's my rent. Yeah, because there's so many storylines intertwined. There's so much to, to, to sink your teeth in the two. There's so many good roles. It, it's so relatable. Oh, gosh, there's such good conflict, but also heart. Really? The lyrics, it's insane. You should see it. You should oh, really man. You should be in it. I do. I, 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 I think somebody has suggested something. What, You'd the be a wife great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like the beanstalk. Mm. The actual <laughs> beanstalk. Fuck her. <laughs> Christy, you're so cute though, because you were like, mm. <laughs> I was like, like oh, I registered. Okay, <laughs> okay, no part is small, too small for me. Absolutely, no, I no lines. Me <laughs> yes, your 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 earnestness was oh, just heartbreaking. <laughs> it is. It really is. I need to be. I need to be bitchier. I really do. I think that's probably one of my goals is um, to actually step into my inner bitch. And you know, a lot of people when we first started the podcast were like. Well, you know, what do you mean by that word bitch? You know, like we were mm-hmm. talking about calling people slut, mm-hmm. hooker, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is fascinating just the study of words and how serious everybody takes things mm-hmm. um, with w- in regards to women talking to other women. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is kind of like if I had a problem with you calling me something, I'd probably I, I'm an age where I would tell you. Wait, wait, what do you mean? Like online or wait, what? No, in general, if you if you said something like, oh, you know, oh, hey, you know, hey, cunt or something, I'd be like, that's a little too far. Let's let's work it. Let's let's workshop your pet name for me. Hey, cunt, cunt over here, cunt. <laughs> Just like you're at the mall. Wait, I don't know why we're at the mall. It's not 1982. You sounded like Megan Mullally. Was that intentional? Megan Mullally? Oh, no, not Megan Mullally. No, no, no. I'm just imagining you, you just like, like hey, hey, okay, bye, cunt. Just like, I'm like trying to make fetch happen. Just like, no, cunt's not happening. We're not, we're not doing cunt. Actually, it's very triggering on mindset of my childhood. Okay. And I don't want to, I don't want to go Wait. there. Why? Why okay. does cunt remind you of your I'll childhood? Just t- I'll tell you, I love my mom. My mom, my mother, you know, may she rest in peace. And gosh, she did so many things right. But, you know, she had her problems too, her um, her demons. And yeah. uh, anyway, just that, I don't even know why I went that far. But one of her favorite <laughs> things to call us <laughs> was that when she was really, really young. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. She I mean, was truly a feminist, though. You like, that cunt! Is- you girls are cunts! I swear to God, you're just selfish, bitchy cunts! That's I feel a, that. Mm, I'm not going to lie, I have two mom. daughters. I, I have two I'm daughters. Sure, I'm sure you want to call them And there are times. Yeah, of course! <laughs> <laughs> and we can't, we can't police everyone's mom. Let's just put it that way. We exactly. Cannot. I mean, they're too young, and I, I don't think we were probably that young when my mother was saying it, but she certainly <laughs> found a time in our teen years. <laughs> And you probably, uh, could, gotta be honest, you probably deserve it. I probably. Half oh, the time. yeah. At yeah, least half I mean, the time. I mean, yeah. I mean, and now looking back, it's like, whoa. I mean, a good in between. I don't know. You're a mother. I, I, some of the things mm-hmm. my mom did, yeah, I can't imagine if I was a mother doing. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, I mean, she but just had the, the, I was f- t- terrified of my mother. Like, your children aren't mm-hmm. terrified of you, right? They Okay, so um, they are t- um, in some ways because they need to be because I think not in a way that makes them feel unsafe. Do you see what I'm mm. saying? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. I think they my parents' you. generation, yeah, my parents' generation definitely made me feel unsafe mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. at times. And so I think the idea of gentle parenting is like, hey, like, I've got to make sure that this child is safe and they're that they're not going to, you know, hurt themselves and right. be irresponsible or 
you know, boundary lines are drawn, but in order to really be breaking the cycle, you have to be doing it in a way that's like, um, you know, you have big feelings, you can feel them for a certain amount of time, but then we move forward right. and then we learn to use our words. And it's mm-hmm. like literally like trying to reparent when I can't even do that shit. Like mm. I can't even, I seriously can't. But you so, can. And the, you know, the language you're using sounds like, yeah, you've, you've thought a lot about it, you know, and that you can be mad for a certain amount of time. Like, you know, like a lot of what my mom did, I, 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 she'd tell me not to do something and I wouldn't because I knew the, the repercussions were horrible. But I also knew mm-hmm. that she couldn't really control herself because I would think she was just undiagnosed bipolar and mm. um, really like what you're saying, couldn't control her. She did had her emotions, but for way too long, for days, for days, mm. it was like, oh my gosh, we need to move on. You lost your brush. Get the fuck over it. We'll buy you a mm. new one. you crazy. Mm. Okay. I love you, mom. Okay. Mom, <laughs> mom, I love you. Okay. Okay. hundred yeah, um, percent. Oh man. I, yeah. It is hard to have a bipolar parent, honestly, because yeah. I think there's a lot of people who have parents who are undiagnosed bipolar and they're like, wait a minute, my story's tracking with your story? Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. I'm not crazy. They, totally. you know, it yeah, My sister's a therapist now and definitely says, says that's what was what was going on. Um, I'm listening to Streisand's book, Barbara Streisand's book. You are? I am. Like, you know, on audio. What else are you doing with your life? Tell me all the things not you're Not much, doing. right? <laughs> You've got a lot of time on my hands to, to read a thousand page autobiography by Barbara Streisand. But it's, it's riveting. Fabs. It's absolutely riveting. It's like such a time capsule into the 1960s, 50s, 70s. But she talks a lot about her parents and just that, yeah, her dad wasn't around and the way her mother showed love was really not 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 showing it at all. Anyway, I'm sure there's something lighthearted that Brendan would like us to talk to, talk about. What's current, huh? What's current? What's happening? What's in the news, huh? What's, what's um, jazzing around? I, I, I'm starting to get in the habit, which I'm sure we'll get even better at as we go with these audios. Um, w- so basically, I need to text you more. I need to text you dumb memes. You I've are. Already you started. Are. You've, you've already doing, started. Yes. Okay. Should I've do started that? to annoy you. No. No, no, no. And I get it. I get it. I'm not stupid. I know what's going on. I totally get <laughs> it. Like, she's not really trying to be my friend. She's just oh trying to create The meme you me. sent me of Raven Simone not singing That's a Raven. I love that. That's the it f- was a, first of all, she was such a doll to do that show. I did a live, I did a one woman show at 54 Below, which is a little, you know, cabaret club in New York City. And the um, producer of it, the guy that was helping me do it and play it, he was like, you got to do the That's a Raven theme song. We'll do it live with a band. And I was like, sure, Raven's going to be there at the show. Well, I wonder if she'll do it with me. And so we both did That's a Raven live with an entire band. The, the, if you can gaze into the future. And it was just great. And she did it. Anyway, there's a meme going around of her singing it, but it's somebody lip singing it. And it's just the funniest thing in the world. Check it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it. it's a black creator named Nina Sings, I think. Oh, and um, Nina sings. I and know. it's and it's somebody doing you know these things called bad lip readings. I think this is like a bad dub version of it on purpose mm-hmm. because it's obviously not Raven's voice. Raven has a really beautiful voice. Beautiful. I actually am oh my sad gosh. That, so talented. Wait, she, it wasn't nonsense that she was in. She was in um, close, very close. It has to do with nuns. That's too funny. I know. I was like, nonsense was an OG. I'll give Off-Broadway. you a hint. Whoopi Goldberg. I know. Whoopi. I know. This is what I'm trying to say. Sister Act. It was yes. Sister Act. Yeah. So Raven Simonier was on Sister Act Broadway, mm-hmm. and I, I I feel like she killed it. And I was I remember seeing her, and I was like, "Now that is casting that makes perfect sense." And she's probably bringing the house down. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I'm sad that I didn't get to see her do that. Oh, me too. Like, what the hell was I doing? What kind of friend am I? Like, uh, Chrissy, I never saw her in that show, and I have no recollection. Did you live in New York? I, I don't. Did I? Because I remember that? exactly when it was. It was a little after you were Belle. 
It was after no, that. You're right. And no, I wasn't. I went right to LA. But still, okay. who cares? I, I Maybe we just weren't that close at the time. Or maybe I just didn't. I don't know. I just, she never even, I maybe I didn't think she cared. I really, but looking back, I regret it. Look, I it. think like, look, co-star relationships are really tricky. I think totally. like we, we always are kind of like hinting and joking and stuff. But all jokes aside, I think like everybody relates to it. It's like, first of all, our shows we did when we were younger were very different people. And we're connecting on in ways that are deeper and more complex. Sometimes that makes people uncomfortable, but I'm kind of getting into it. I'm kind of like, okay, so I made you uncomfortable. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, right? I mean, heading into our 40s too. It's like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. There's, I feel, I feel the Palo Santo smoke coming through <laughs> as I was blessing right before we started this with Palo Santo. I love I feel that. the smoke and I smell the zero fucks. Totally. that are coming my way. <laughs> well, I just saw a quote from Keanu Reeves about that. Did you see that? Where he was just like, I'm getting to an age where I seriously can't care anymore. If you tell me that one plus one equals five, I'm going to say I'm that then you're absolutely correct. You've got it. Uh-huh. That's right. Mm. Like that. He's just like, okay, you think the sky isn't blue? <clears throat> you think, well, the sky can be several colors. So that analogy doesn't work anymore, but you know it's, what I'm saying? <laughs> right? It's like, it's also red and it's orange, the but okay. nuances that it's people di- that, that disagree about that. That's the thing, right? Right. But Keanu Reeves is low key. Um, he is like a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but he is like him and Jim Carrey, and yeah, they're just like over it. They've like they've had it all. They feel like they had the world at their fingertips, and now they're like beyond that. They're beyond caring and having anybody approve of them, right? Like that must be incredibly freeing. Wild. I want to get there. I do. <laughs> Who are the women that? I mean, I we've talked about this before. You love Babs. I think I you said Babs. you like um, Jane Fonda a lot, right? I love Jane Fonda. I mean, I I love. I love writers. I mean, I'm, I'm mm. Maya Angelou and mm. Alice Walker and Erica Jong. Mm. I love poets. I love Joni Mitchell. I love, gosh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I love all the artists they brought back from the 90s, Ani DeFranco I was gonna say, and Tracy on, Chapman. At the, Grammys, at the Grammys, did you see Joni Mitchell? Did you like her? Oh, my gosh. She was amazing. Of course, I bawled like everybody else. And Tracy Chapman, I remember, you know, walking to yeah. high school with my Walkman and like, I remember that whole album, not just Fast Car. And gosh, I'm Mm. watching Life and Beth right now with Amy Schumer. And I just love it because it's just a time capsule to me. Oh, time capsule is my new favorite phrase today. It's a time capsule for me of, um, you know, my high school years. I think we're the exact same age as Amy Schumer. And she keeps playing Ani DeFranco. She keeps doing like flashbacks of her character, Beth, in high school and in her room with her sister. And it's just, it just, it takes me back. I love the nostalgia of it all. Nostalgia is really interesting because like as I listen to like my my liked music, do you use Spotify? Yeah. I have all of my like saved hearted music and that's mm-hmm. not its own playlist, but it is a liked like thing you can pull up. And so when I, I, I have such different musical tastes when I hit shuffle, but one thing I will say, one thing I will say. Say it. None of, none of it is musical theater. None oh. of it. Of course not. <laughs> I know, isn't that funny? We love musically. We talk about it so much, but it's like, can you imagine if I just like, <laughs> just listening to like, like Fetty Wap or something and then just like, last year's rent, this year's rent. And then just like Adele. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something opposite of that. And then Beyonce just, I know. Who listens to musical theater music like on the go? Young I think people, young, young people. Young, young people. I think young kids in that. And, and maybe I guess older I did. You know what? Now. I'll take it back. When I was young, and I was and I was in I was doing a lot of theater. I think I was listening yeah. to a lot more theater soundtracks. And I think like maybe maybe it's just a mindset. And I I'm not unique because I thought maybe I was always like on the outskirts of theater 
people because I was like, oh, I don't listen to it enough. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I don't know a lot of a lot of the musicals and stories. I don't know. I wish I knew more. It's so interesting. Actually, I did a cameo for somebody um, recently, and they asked me to sing, or they told me that they loved me from Vanities, a show I did off Broadway. Oh yeah, meant, oh, yeah. Vanities was an original play, and then they turned it into a musical. It was supposed to be on Broadway, and then that was the when the crash happened. So we ended up doing it off Broadway. Anyway, we did cast album, and I was listening to it because the guy asked me to do it on the cameo. I couldn't believe how good it was. I was like, "This is mm. good. We sound mm. good. That the." the music's good I like kind of got chills and then anyway I've been thinking about doing a a one woman show recently too and listening to a lot of music a lot of music that inspired me like honestly like Coldplay like the obvious stuff or Keen you know remember Keen um yeah get out on a second only we go yeah if you're it's so so musical. Are you going to do music like that though? I in think your so because show? listen, I mean, cool. listen on musical theater. It's definitely for the voice. It's definitely for singers and a belter. Yeah, yeah I think I am going to yeah. sing that. Yeah, well, it's recommended to me to, by my music director. So I think so. It's Ooh, been really you have fun. A music director. Who's your music director? My music director is Benjamin Rauhala, who's also Ariana Grande's music director. Um, <gasps> Uh, oh my God, so many, J- Jeremy Jordan's music director, uh, a million people, a lot of people, a lot of like, a lot of musical theater people. Um, wow. What is a, what is a musical, um, what is he again? Musical director. Yeah, so, you know, so what does he do? He's a producer, he's a musical director. He's produced music for Disney. What does he do for you? For me, so it's actually interesting. So we've started this, we've worked together on other projects, Disney projects and stuff, but um, for yeah. me, he was, he's really, he, we've known each other for a while now and we've joked around and really known each other because we've toured together. We've toured all over the world mm. and, and mm-hmm. we've really gotten to know each other and got closer. And he sort of gives me ideas of, of songs he know, thinks that would sit good in my voice. Obviously mm. the standards like Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand, the musical theater stuff that I love. And then of course we'll do, I'll do songs from Vanities and Beauty and the Beast and the shows that I've done, but also yeah. like reminds me of stuff that I loved from the nineties and tries to incorporate that as well. So he gives me ideas and then also like, yeah, leans into my funny and hopefully we're going to tell a story together. He's going to give me a beginning, middle and end and help me hire another, um, a bigger band if that's what I want. He'll play the piano as well. He'll be somebody to riff off and joke off. Hopefully you'll do it with me at some point. Hopefully we'll incorporate oh. some music or him into our live shows one day. Oh, you know, the, the world's so our oyster. Cool. Yeah. Oh my God. I would love that. For mm-hmm. people who don't know, I think, I mean, live shows are absolutely something we want to do. Yeah. I think we want to go to as many... You know, and I think we're dipping our toe in it. We're mm-hmm. still finding our way with our podcast. I mean, For sure. I actually am really proud of us because every time I launch the podcast charts, we have our, you know, obviously Ned's Declassified, Wizards of Waverly Pod. They're yes. all doing so well. Yes, they're like um, on tw- your 12 episode and 10. of Wizards. Yeah. yeah. Your episode of Wizards did really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. It did. I was, was happy about that. Yeah. And they're like on yeah. t- uh, 10 and 12, I think, right now on, on the charts. Yes, of like, course. They're always, they're, they're always there. You know, Sometimes they're, they're in TV and film. Sometimes I'm like, maybe we should move to like society and culture. But we, as we've had a lot of interviews with celebrities and stuff, it's kind of like we stay in the TV and film genre. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think we're I think we're busting out, and I think I'm really excited to see what we're gonna keep doing. I mean, there's mm. definitely gonna be changes and um, super. Sci- okay, we should be topical. Let's okay, be Lindsay topical. Lindsay Lohan. Thank you. Mm. So I sent Anneliese. Um, a trailer for what is it called? I, One Irish Wish. Okay, Irish wait, wait, wait. Wish? I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Oh my god, it's called I, okay. Irish. The Irish Wish. Please. Tell that's me. a that's a mouthful. Uh, okay. If wait, I got the script, 
I, I'm just going to be honest about this. And then I kind of want to talk about the Swish. Bachelor. But I, Swish. Swish. Irish Wait, wish. Irish wish. Oh, the, the Irish wish. If Lindsay Lohan doesn't have an Irish accent in this movie, this is terrible. She this don't. is terrible. She this don't have terrible. it. If she doesn't <laughs> have an Irish accent in this movie, I'm going to be livid. Absolutely freaking livid. <laughs> I really um, want her to be Irish. Lindsay, I don't think Lindsay Lohan has it in her to do really great dialects because I think she tried to do like, well, she did do, wait, 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 wait. She did do British when she was a baby when she did Parent Trap and she did yeah. that pretty good. It was good. But I mean, but let's really be good. honest, like Lindsay Lohan is not the same actress that she was when she was a kid. I mean, like when you're a kid, you have a lot of Im- imagination and potential. And then, you know, when you've lived a million lifetimes, done a million drugs, I don't know. Personally, I just think it's like, you change a lot in terms of like what your potential is as an actor. I don't know. Maybe you want to call it a little burnt out. Maybe oh, I'm going to sure. be, I'm, I'm honest. Maybe we cut that out. I don't know. I don't but, care. Listen, didn't, I was telling you the last week or something. Um, yes, we did a podcast. We already did an audio episode, but nobody's going <clears> to <throat> hear it because, um, because we trying, sucked. No, it didn't suck. <laughs> Actually, it was, what we were talking about was interesting, but. It was. Uh, it's always interesting to us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, uh, but I was talking about Las Culturistas and, um, how Tina Fey was on the show, Las Culturistas that Matt Bowen, sorry, that Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang are on. Anyway, basically she told them at the end of the day that they can't be as honest as they are on their podcast because they're eventually going to be working with the people that they're talking about. Meaning like, say I wanted to be honest about what I think about this trailer that Lindsay Lohan is in for Irish Wish. Like, am I worried that, Okay, oh, no. you tell me. Tell me what you think about it. I am. Let's just fucking go. Let's just be Wait. honest. Let's be ourselves. Okay. Okay, wait, don't kill. We gotta don't. show people. No, okay, no, let's do it. Okay, now now here's where we have to cut you guys because I'm so sorry. I, I watched this and now okay. I I need to watch this right now. You're Can live you watching me? it though. She's okay, live I'm, watching it. It's okay. okay. It's good that you're live watching it. Is so it? Irish Wish is gonna come out probably in March, probably around um what you call uh Irish Day, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Um my married name is Rooney, so I am Mary I am Irish by marriage. Yes, um, you are, you are. <laughs> And, I, here, here's what um, I just watching this so far. Like, I'm sorry. First of all, did life is did Lifetime purchase Netflix? Is that what's happening? Is is the no, Hallmark Netflix. Channel now Netflix and Netflix is Hallmark? Because this looks like no. the cheapest fucking Hallmark movie I have ever seen in my life. Does <laughs> it's it not? actually not? I know so much about Hallmark movies because they've never cast me in them, and I know <laughs> so much about them. So basically, Hallmark movies are about um, your basic Hallmark movie is like I think like three to five million dollars, which is not a lot for a, a full production mm-hmm. shot in Canada. Like, you know, they, they they hire a lot of local people in Canada that mm-hmm, have literally mm-hmm. created careers for themselves by being what they call local hires. So mm-hmm. the acting mm-hmm. can be sometimes subpar. And mm-hmm. those are all of the, I'd say, like, more uh, than 50% sorry. of the cast is local. And then they fly in, like, two or three of the same people. And then they have, like, it's kind of like the old studio system where they, I think they're now calling it the um, Marvel Universe, but it's like, it's like the same five actors, like Lacey Chabert and now Jonathan yes. Bennett. And yes, and all Ma- actually- my, a musical theater friend of mine, Laura Osnes, who I used to work with, uh, they picked they, her a lot. I, I think a lot of like Christian women, right? And um, Nikki, Nikki Deloach, Nikki Deloach is really great. Very, un- they basically are unproblematic people um, who have big hearts. They're not necessarily Christian. After mm-hmm. Candace Bure left, they kind of changed their edict to be a little bit more inclusive, including Jonathan Bennett, who's had the first queer, uh, several queer love stories um, surrounding Christmas. So it's like, they just want to make good, they just want to do big business. They don't really care who's in it. That's the truth. Is this a queer movie? 
So it's not, I don't think they even oh. have somebody queer represented in it. And let's be honest, Lindsay Lohan is queer. What? Are we all forgetting that she was queer? She's queer? Is she? Why are we forgetting oh, sorry. She? So she's bisexual because oh. she had a full-on relationship with Samantha. Do you remember her? My gosh, I'm so sorry. I do. Gosh, time flies. Isn't that funny? I love how like fluid everyone is and can be now, right? Because like truly I forgot, but now I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess we're just not even paying you know? attention anymore. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's or maybe it. I just I mean, ignore I think- that. But yes, Samantha Ronson yeah. or something? Ronson, Samantha yeah. Ronson. She had a big time. And it, I mean, honestly, I think that was such a fascinating time in the Lindsay Lohan lore mm-hmm. of like all of her, you know, bad girl antics led up to having this relationship with somebody who was, I think, kind of mask, you know, mm-hmm. and um, Samantha Ronson was hot. I used to see her at nightclubs and I was like, I was definitely like talking to her at nightclubs, but not in a way that was flirty, but mm-hmm. I could feel like. I can understand like the mask magnetism of Samantha Ronson. Yes, yes. Um, it makes Listen, sense. Listen, I had a, a crush. I still it. have a crush on Ellen. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Like, I, no, I'm serious. But she would be mean to you. She would be so mean to you. I, I hear she's mean. I hear that too. Well, <laughs> she's just probably so over it. You know what I mean? But I, I but I was always into her when she was doing her stand up, like way back in the day before she even came out. Really? I was like, mm, she is sexy. Really? Oh, that yeah. is fascinating. I just loved her confidence and I loved how masculine she was and I loved how. Funny, funny. Interesting. Self-assured. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So Lindsay Lohan movie. Yes. Netflix is definitely, they're encroaching on the Hallmark bait. That mm-hmm. is holiday time. Although this one is coming out around March. So it's probably St. Patrick's Day. And therefore people are going to be like, oh my God, she's got red hair and she's in Ireland. I'm tuning in. She's huge. She's well, Her fans love her so much. For sure. Will you watch? Um, probably not, but now that we're talking about it, probably just so that we can follow up talking about it. Like I've literally never watched like any of Shia's movies or any of Hillary Duff's movies unless it was like by accident. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I just, I will say there's one movie I watched of Shia's that was, um, fucking great. And I think he is a really fantastic actor. He, he did a guide to recognizing your saints. Did you ever see that movie? No, but that sounds familiar. Oh my God. It was so, oh God, it was so good. Please go watch that movie. It was very, very dark. Very dark. Okay. If you like dark movies. What are you watching right now outside oh of Lindsay Lohan's trailer? I'm watching. Uh, <laughs> wait, and we'll talk about that. I did see that other one that Shia LaBeouf did with, um, what's her name from The Crown, um, where she loses the baby. God, what's that called? That was dark and oh, depressing. God. I'm watching oh. um, The Bachelor. I'm watching all of the Real Housewives, Beverly Hills. I'm watching. Are you watching Love is Blind? And like, well, I'm watching Love drama? is Blind. Yes, I'm loving it. I'm what's following. that girl's name? Or she's like, you're going to need an EpiPen. Oh, because you're, I'm so hot. Oh my gosh. I know you're like, oh no, you're you're not understanding the point of this entire process that love is blind. But when you see me, oh my God, you're going to shit yourself. Um, (laughs) No, uh, wait, wait, let me just finish this trailer. Okay. So Lindsay Lohan's in this thing. Are we done with that? I just, here's what I don't get. Now, obviously these shows, these movies, for her, why is she doing them? Let's talk about that. It must just be for money, right? Fucking, I can tell you why she's doing them. Why? She is just like everybody else that's been in this business since they were a kid. They want to make a living doing what they're good at. They have a very specific skill set. She is an actress. She's mm-hmm. not a bad actress. She's not necessarily made the best choices in life, but I mean, who are we to judge? She's a mom. She's got a husband. He's you know, got good money. She's a businesswoman. Um, she's obviously chosen not to live in the States primarily, I think, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. her partner's 
her partner's elsewhere. And also, I feel like she's had a horrible experience living in the States. Oh, totally, horrible. totally. All that stuff. I'm just like, why would you do? To, to, there's a couple things. Like, because, she, uh, I yeah, don't know why me, she's doing please. this. I uh, So I watched the first one that she did, that Christmas one, and I couldn't finish it. It was just so bad. You know, it was just bad writing. And, and I kind of, I always thought she was talented and good. I kind of think she's awful in these movies. And I'll tell you, yeah. these are the two reasons. She's not putting okay. any work into them. She's just saying lines. She's not making any choices. Um, mm. I, I, I truly think it's bad. I'm like, oh, you didn't do anything. And at least, at least look like you're having a good time. It truly looks like she's not having a good time. She's made, like I said, no strong choices. It's Why, why isn't this at least funny or jovial or joyful? Uh, uh-huh. Like, do we know any funny redheads? I mean, could <laughs> no, there I not wouldn't be do a it. funny I redhead? I wouldn't do this. I would not do this. She must. Be. Here's the thing, too. You How wouldn't do it. I'd do it in a in a in a in a Manhattan second. I would. Do I that. guess if it was just offered to me, maybe I, I would make choices. Though I would make choices and no, I would gosh. show up. Oh yeah, because you wouldn't want to watch funny it. Funny like, and yeah. yeah, this is going to be a true test of her brand because it's not another Christmas movie. Mm. It's it it's an off holiday movie. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, let's see if this one is still, mm-hmm. you know, if people are still nostalgic for Lindsay, but mm-hmm. I think they timed it correctly because Mean Girls just came out mm-hmm. and she had that huge Walmart campaign that I think everyone was really vibing off of. And um, you know what? Like, God bless her. If, and I got to say this because I'm a mom. Like, sh- if she's a mom and she's just trying to, like, you know, keep she's her a legacy mom? alive. Yes, she's a mom. Yeah, she actually had the baby herself. She didn't have a surrogate. She was pregnant. What? Oh, wow. Yes, she even had like a baby. She had like a baby. um, She did the whole thing. She like was it looked like she was really trying to to have a normal like maternal experience, which when when I think of Lindsay Lohan, I think of a very like, like I said, like mask, kind of like angry redhead, like mean, like I don't know what it is like from the 2000s and like Mm -hmm. that we were all there. Like Mm -hmm. we all knew what that felt like. Mm -hmm. And and remember my story that I even said in this podcast about how I was, I came at her with such a negative approach that she, her defenses had to be up around of anybody. Of course, of course, of course. Well, make, so, make your money, girl. Make your money. Amen. I'd amen. say, I say maybe we will watch it if we have the time and mm-hmm. God bless her, you know, and her fans love her. Her fans oh, fucking love her. And I hope sure. they love us too, because I feel like there's a similarity in, in time and Listen, we're very excited about many things, mostly Love on the Spectrum and Tanner. But the takeaway is, um, what is the takeaway? Is there, Should there be a takeaway to any of this craziness that we talk about? No, I, I here's the takeaway. I really want to hear from the fans. I really want to hear from the fans. I really want to hear truly what would they want to hear, what they want us to do. Like, is that weird to say on this? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think that we've been um, growing little bits by little bits. Me and too. I think that the folks, but I also think the internet is weird because you may not see, oh, the view count or this or the algorithms, but people are talking about it and internally like sharing the good parts. And they're like, oh yeah, they have that podcast. Oh yeah, I've seen it. And it a lot of times if we're not on the charts, I think it's because, you know, we didn't have the right guest or, and by the way, we love our guests so much, but you know, if the internet is favoring Taylor Swift that week, it's like you have to have an equally name SEO worthy guest to be on the top charts. So right. it's 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 really that not our business, right? Like in rehab, it's like they say like not rehab, but 12 step. It's like your business is your business, like sweep your side of the street. And so I have to kind of remind myself of that and know that like I, I get why you're saying you just want to talk to the fans. And maybe when you're here in Austin, we can do something fun, right? Like totally. where we get oh. to meet people. March, <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna go uh, what to- is it, March 6th? 
March 6th, well, I'll be there. I think I fly at the 5th and then March 6th we do the thing and then I fly back on the 7th. But yeah, I'm hoping we can do like a, maybe one of these uh, podcasts, um, li- do a live or do another podcast while we're actually together. Yes. I think would be cool. Oh my God. Thank you guys for listening into our first audio only. I think if you enjoy this, um, let us know. We're obviously on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and, and we would love to get to know you guys better because we know you're out there. I feel like, Analiski, we have mm-hmm. amazing fans that are standing us and like mm-hmm. slowly but surely finding us in this crazy algorithm. Hey, I hope they find us too. I'm loving doing the audio only. You know, most viewers might not know this, but the audio only episodes I do fully nude, fully nude. So just just think she's, about that. Think about she's that. Touching the next time you're right now, so I'm touching can, myself right now. You can right now, not in places you would even expect. Just wow, like my like knees, elbow. Why is your my elbow knees and my elbows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, only Christy gets to see neener, neener, neener. I love you guys. And uh, Annalisa, she's meh about you. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I like (laughs) you. Come back if you want. If you don't, also fabulous. (laughs) 